0: All right, and welcome once again. Good to have you along in the show today. John Sculls here beside me all the time, every time. Lior Sanfiru, co-founding partner, Sanfiru, Tamarkin, LLP, the most positively reviewed law firm in the country if your employment rights are in jeopardy feel free to reach out uh well at least for the next hour anyway please the uh, phone lines are wide open be that third voice on the air come co-host with us how about that toll free one 877 9898 again 1-877-399-9898 welcoming all of our the good listenership and all of our pals in alberta and bc bring it on we'd love to talk to you here today Lots going on. email address anytime is help at employmentlawyer.ca and the website you can use anytime for uh, much to be learned as well. You'll have access to the severance calculator, that tool, really cool. We'll tell you in just a few moments how much severance you are actually owed. It's not what your former boss is telling you. It's not what your neighbor or some online forum is telling you. Your neighbor, Steve, Steve always gets a bad rap, but he's got the wrong information too. You want to go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, use the severance calculator. Over 2 million of us in this country have used it and learned. So feel free to drop by there anytime. On the show today, we got lots going on in between the phone calls, and that is being let go from your job without even realizing what does that mean. We'll break it down in just a bit, but Leo. As always, phone lines are open. We're ready for you to call in. And we we get uh, warmed up, as you like to say, pal, with uh, a week that was, something that's been going on on your end. What do you got? Well, you know, employment
1: law always goes on on my end. Uh, That's what I do. That's what I like to do. And I always uh, enjoy getting those questions because oftentimes the result of me answering the questions is someone Breeds a sigh of relief because now they know what to do. Now they know what their rights are, and at least they understand that there is hope. and, and that's really what the law is supposed to do, to make you give you to give you options and uh, help you navigate your situation. And we like to do this on the show to answer questions and make you feel better, because you may not know what your workplace rights are, or you may even have assumptions that you believe that you've known something, you, you've taken something for granted, but. Are you sure that that's the case? Do you have other rights? I've been speaking lately with a lot of people who have found that their employer is changing their job and, and mm-hmm. adding duties. And well, if, if that's happened to you, well, we should talk. Can your employer do that? Is that legal? Do they have to pay you more? What happens if you don't want to accept it? There's solutions. There's answers. And we can talk about this on the show or any other employment law issue if it touches on your job if it touches uh, on something that impacts your workplace we can tell you what to do we can help you and support you and of course we'll also give you throughout the show today my contact information in the office myself and my team so that you can connect with us and continue that discussion off air but let's get started with a couple situations that came across my desk this week uh first situation i'll tell you about involves a, a gentleman now he he had been called into a meeting uh, some a few days ago, sat down in the boardroom with his employer and was told, listen, we've decided to restructure. Uh, we've, we're making some changes, nothing to do with you. But because of this restructuring, your job, your particular job is no longer going to exist. Uh, we're, we're, we're getting rid of that job. So here's what we have for you. We have two options we can uh, let you choose from. Option number one, we're going to have to give you a different job which means we're going to have to demote you. Uh, It's a lower level job, less pay, but you still stay employed and, and, you know, we like you so you can take that job. Option number two, if you're really not happy with that, certainly you can resign. That's up to you. If Mm -hmm. if you're not happy, you can resign and we'll, we'll understand that. So luckily for this gentleman, he picked option number three, which is to call me and to call me and to ask, what, what are my real options? Is there something here that I'm missing? Can they even do this? So here's the answer, and here's what I told them. It's like, no, they, they can't do this. Number one, if they demote you, they may pay you less. It's a lesser position. That's a constructive dismissal if they force that demotion on you. You can treat that as a termination of your employment, make them pay you severance because an employer doesn't have a right to demote you. Now on the resignation front, that's nonsense. They can't tell you that you need to resign. No, you're the only one that can decide if you're going to resign or not. And anytime your employer says you have no choice or or you can just decide to resign, the answer should always be no thanks, but no thanks. Mm -hmm. So what I told them to do is very simple. Tell them I'm not comfortable with either. So either they will uh, pay him severance or try to force a demotion, in which case severance has to be paid. But there's an important reminder there that an employer can't just demote you can't just pay you less and if you don't accept that that doesn't mean you've resigned the law would look at it in most cases as a termination of your employment call that constructive dismissal so if you're facing that situation if your job is, doesn't exist or maybe it does but it's changed if your employer wants to pay you less to demote you to take away responsibilities to change your hours your shifts oftentimes that results in a constructive dismissal and The fact that you're not okay with that doesn't mean that you've resigned the law looks at it as a termination remember the only one that can ever decide if to resign if you resign it's you your employer can't make you can't tell you can't threaten you at that point it becomes a termination john
0: and uh, to call in, by the way, and contribute to the show, you have questions about that or anything else going forward this hour. You know the number, toll free one eight seven seven three nine nine ninety eight ninety eight. Okay, a couple questions about that. He was given the option to you know lesser pay you know, take a, a job lower down the or lower down the trough for for less money. So, what are the pitfalls if he's like, yeah, you know, I kind of like the workplace. I got a lot of pals here. I don't want to leave. Maybe I can make my budget. Maybe I can mess things around at home. I can make this work. What are the pitfalls if he says yes and continues down that line? Well, there's two big pitfalls. The big the, One of the big ones is
1: that if he accepts, let's say, less pay in, in a lesser position and fast forward a couple of months down the road, if the company decides to let him go, mm-hmm. now he loses on severance. The severance is going to get paid based on this lower level position and lower salary. So he's making less severance. That can cost him thousands of dollars, whereas if he pursues constructive dismissal now severance is paid based on his full salary with this more senior position so he gets more severance so right off the bat he's risking future severance again that's very expensive the other issue of course is if he accepts this demotion and lower pay he's now opened the door so that the company can do it again and again and again they don't have a right to do it the first time but if he lets them do it if he gives them that right They can do it again and the next time they do it and the third and fourth and fifth time he won't be able to do anything about it and that's a terrible situation to be in so it is very risky to just accept a change that otherwise would be illegal you've opened yourself up to potentially a lot of trouble down the road
0: now, the second thing they mentioned, which he wisely declined, was, okay, well, you can resign. A lot of people are going to think to themselves, or they've been told, man, you're, you know what, you're so much better off resigning on your own volition than being fired, because being fired is bad for your record, so if they're giving you that option. Just resign. Do yourself a favor. That's incorrect. It is incorrect. The only time a company gives you that option it's because they're trying
1: to save severance, and they hope that you allow them to do that. You know, You're, you're ultimately saving them Tens of thousands of dollars in in severance that's owed to you. So, no, it is not better to resign than to be let go. Listen, if you did something terrible, you stole from the company and they're saying, well, we're going to fire you because you stole, so you may as well resign. Sure, yeah, I get that at that point. May as well just resign because you're not going to get anything. But unless you've done something like that, it's never better to resign. The only thing that happens if you resign is you've given the company a a gift that they don't have any business getting from you. So no, there's no, it doesn't get held against you. There's no database. There's no spreadsheet that someone keeps that shows why you don't work for a company. So it's not better to resign.
0: Again, toll free 1-877-399-9898. All kinds of time for you to call in. Lines are open to join our discussion. Okay, as I mentioned off the top, of the order, being let go from your job without realizing it. Right off the top, what does that mean?
1: So we know what a regular termination is. We know what happens when you're let go flat out. You're getting called into a meeting. You're told today's your last day. You're given some paperwork and, and you know, you're told that's it. You're, you're done. Today's your last day. You're off. You know what that is. You know what it means. You can see it. You can feel it. Uh, and, and, and that's pretty straightforward. That's a regular termination. But there are situations where The company didn't actually terminate your employment. You didn't think that you were terminated, but the law steps in and says, no, that is a termination. Despite what the company thought they were doing or wanted to do, despite what you may have thought was actually happening, it is a termination. So that's what I call being let go, being terminated without realizing it. In those situations that we're gonna go over, you will have the right to treat the situation, to treat what your employer did as a termination and get your full severance. So we'll talk about how that happens, when that happens, and what to do if you find yourself in that situation.
0: Alrighty, we are back at it. Dan, thanks for sticking around. You want to reach out Lior and his team anytime when the show is done. Simple, simple, one 855 825 Two one fifty nine hundred Again, one 855 821 Help at And the website too, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Okay, getting right back into this. And uh, again, the topic being let go from your job without even realizing it. If any of these uh, have have you scratching your head and going, I don't know what that means. Don't sit back and wonder. Call us toll free. One eight seven seven three nine nine ninety eight ninety eight. First one, Lior, being let go from your job without realizing it. You're put on a temporary layoff. Like this hasn't happened enough in the last two and a half years. Absolutely, it's happened to so many people. In fact, I yeah. think that over the past
1: two and a half years, most people have experienced this just because of the uh, of the COVID vaccine, uh, <laughs> COVID uh, virus. So mm. let's be very clear on what this means. This is a prime example of a situation where the employer is not intending necessarily to let you go they're just saying no no we're gonna just put you off work for a period of time uh, you're not necessarily thinking that that's a termination but well, the company says they're gonna call me back so they're not letting me go i'm just on a temporary layoff but the, the law despite what the employer says and despite what you believe the law comes in and says not so fast this is not legal an employer doesn't have a right in most cases to put you on a temporary layoff, even if it's because of uh, the COVID virus, uh, and even if it's because there's you know worldwide pandemic or the business is slow, they don't have a right. And if they do it anyway, you, the employee, can look at it and treat it as a termination of employment. Now, employer is not letting you go. They're not giving you a letter saying you're not coming back. In fact, they may be saying, yeah, we'll bring you back in two months or three months. Despite that, the law says, no, you can't just stop employing someone for a period of time. And if you do, that is a termination of employment, constructive dismissal. So yes, those individuals that were put on a temporary layoff because of the pandemic at any point could have, if they chose, and many have, uh, treated it as a termination and gotten their severance. And of course, we know now that that severance can be as much as 24 months pay, And that's true on day one. You don't have to wait a period of time before it becomes a termination. You don't have to wait and see two weeks, six weeks, ten weeks if the company brings you back. Once you're put on the layoff, you can say, no, constructive dismissal right now. I'm not accepting this. I am not sitting at home. I'm treating it as a termination, getting my severance and moving on. So if that happens to you, whether it's happened before or it's happening now or if it happens in the future, you know now what that means. And you have to give me a call, we'll talk about how we get that started, and how we get you that severance. A classic example of actually being terminated without
0: realizing it. Well, it's so good. And I know you've said this before, what illustrates it so well that people think, oh, it's just quote unquote a layoff. We all know that term. I'll just stick around. You're saying, you know, you've often said if your employer says, well, you know what, you can come into work today, but we're knocking 50% off your your paycheck. You're going to lose your you know what. But this is even more than that when you think about it, right? That's 100% loss of your income. Yeah, exactly. So, and employers, yeah,
1: employees get that, but employers get that. You know, if an employer knows they can't just reduce someone's pay by 50%. I don't think there's any employer that truly believes that they could do that legally. Just, we'll pay you half too bad. No, can't happen. But why do they then struggle to understand that they can't stop paying someone 100% of their pay? So, yeah, it, it doesn't work that way. That's why it's a constructive dismissal. So, if your pay is being reduced in that way, you're, let, you're, you're put off work, uh, on a leave, whatever you want to call it, if you're no longer working for a period of time, in most cases, John, that's a constructive
0: dismissal. Again, guys, toll free 1 877 399 9898 to make that uh, call and reach out to us. We'll just get our first couple calls lined up. You're being let go of, uh, from your job without realizing. And number two, your employer changes the terms of your employment. What does that mean? Oh, I don't know. Maybe drop your salary, change the duties, where you got to work, what times you're going to work. How about that stuff? Yeah, that's a classic constructive dismissal. Remember, an employer does not have the right to
1: make significant changes to the terms of your employment. You have certain terms of employment. You get paid a certain salary. You have a certain job and certain responsibilities. You you work whatever the hours that you work, and those are the terms of your employment. Your employer can't just come in and say, you know what, we've decided to change that. Now, they can get away with some minor changes, sure, but once we're talking about a big deal, a big change, again, constructive dismissal. So your employer may not be saying we're letting you go. No, no, we're just telling you that we've changed your shifts. You're still working, you're still getting paid the same, but we just change your shifts. That, as an example, is still a constructive dismissal. You've just been terminated if you want to look at it that way, and you can consider that a termination and get your severance. So anytime we're looking at a pay cut, let's say more than 12%, you 14%, know, 15%, anytime we're looking at change in, in shifts and hours or a demotion, uh, anytime you're looking at that, that concept, that idea, of constructive dismissal should jump to mind. You can look at it as a termination and a good place to start if you find yourself in that situation is to call me so we can assess if it is a constructive dismissal, how to deal with it and how to make sure that we get you what the law says you should have.
0: And by the way, many of these talking points that we're going over, if you want more reading as far as that, uh, that's concerned. Pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Not only is Seven's Calculator is there, but it also covers so many topics that we talk about on the show every week. So, And again, it's free and easy for you to use. Let's just slide into a phone call before we get back into our topic for the day. And uh, we'll get to Marilyn. Marilyn, thank you so much for, for standing by for a moment. How are you?
2: I'm well, thank you. How are you?
0: Excellent. Thank you so much for your time. What's your question?
2: My question is, if an employer doesn't demote you from a monetary perspective, but they lessen the functions and role that you're in and say, we're just going to put you in this role, call you a different title, remove you from a senior role and call you something else. Can they just do that? Can I just take away 95% of your functions and they just leave you there hoping you'll resign?
1: (laughs) No. And you can absolutely be constructively dismissed if you're demoted, even if the pay is actually the same. If it's a situation where you had, let's say a senior role and now, you don't have that role, you know, maybe you were a manager, now you're not. Something like that, not only is is it bad, for, you know, say, for your career, but it also could be embarrassing internally because other people know that you were in a senior role, now you're not. What happened? Did you do something wrong? So yeah. the law understands that, that that's not right. And if your employer does that, you can consider that to be a constructive dismissal. So even though you may say, I'm not accepting this, it wouldn't be a resignation. It would be a termination, and you get severance. The key, though, Marilyn, is this. The key is once that happens, once they they make that change, that demotion, you can't wait too long. Mm-hmm. If you wait more than, let's say, I don't know, a month or so, you're going to be considered to have accepted this this change, accepted mm-hmm. these new terms of employment, and then you're stuck in that role. You can no longer say constructive dismissal. So the okay. key is to act as quickly as possible once those changes are implemented.
2: Yeah, okay. and that makes sense to me. I think they're doing it almost blindly, like, oh, well, I just wanted this other kind of a structure. So, uh, by the way, all your performance reviews have been four plus out of five, four plus plus plus, and I have all these accolades. And I was like, but I want a different structure, my boss said. I said, okay, well, you're a big corporation in the lower mainland, and I can't believe that you're not, that, like, they're not, even, they're not even going through HR. They're doing it themselves in a capsule.
1: Yeah, and, you know, they may even get away with a lot of it because a lot of employees may not realize that there's something they can do about that. That's certainly, you know, bad HR and bad practice on behalf of that employer. But ultimately, mm-hmm. if you or, or anyone that you know so is affected to make by move. this, yep. yeah, but, but I don't want you to quit. I don't want you to do anything until we've spoken off air because we need to do it right. I want to obviously better understand the role that you had before okay. and the new role. But, yeah, that's a constructive dismissal as you've described it to me.
2: Okay, so then I can just go with the other email and send a note or, or call the other number then offline.
0: Exactly. You got it. I'll be waiting for that.
2: Thank you so much. You you kind of made my day.
0: <laughs> well, that's Thanks, that's why we get you to call in, Marilyn. Appreciate that. I'm going to give you that number just off the hop here, just in case. one 855 2 fifty nine hundred. Yeah, you're right. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. Couldn't be easier. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. Again, perfect illustration why we do this show. In about a minute and a half, Marilyn's like, wow, had her world open up for that she doesn't have to tolerate this. But she's listened before. That's how she knew. She had an inkling what's going on there isn't right, right?
1: Yeah, just because your employer is doing something and doesn't mean that it's legal. doesn't mean that they can do right. it without consequences. I see that all the time. So it starts by asking the question. The question often is, can they do that? If you're not sure if it mm-hmm. smells wrong, it probably is. So give me a call and let's talk about it.
0: Yeah, welcome back to it. So good to have you through the break again. You still got lots of time to call that number just mentioned toll free, one eight seven seven three nine nine ninety eight ninety eight. Email if we got time a little later in the hour. To get to some of those, or any time, get someone along to Lior and his team, help at employmentlawyer.ca. And the trusty website designed just for you to learn so much more and reach out pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. We were talking about being let go from your job without realizing it. You may be considered yourself uh, terminated. And you're going, wow, I didn't know that's the case. Yes, it is. The next one on the list, and I don't know how this gets by anybody, uh, you're put on an unpaid suspension. An unpaid suspension. How about that? So, yes, believe
1: it or not, an unpaid suspension, a suspension when you're not paid, is not legal if you're not part of a union. It's not. It's mm-hmm. something your employer cannot do. So, sometimes the employer uh, may have to impose discipline. Maybe something will happen and they, they feel that uh, some discipline is warranted. If it is warranted, they can impose a paid suspension. Uh, you know, you're going to be off work for the next three days on a paid suspension. If it's justified, they can do that. What they cannot do is put you on an unpaid suspension. So you're gone for two days on an unpaid suspension. An employer does not have a right to do that. So what happens if they do? Well, as always, you have two options. Option number one is, yeah, you can accept it and go on the unpaid suspension and come back to work. You can do that. But the second option is you can look at it and treat it as a termination of employment. And again, look at it as a constructive dismissal. That means severance is owed. So an unpaid suspension is not something an employer can do. And is is a good, a, a good example of being let go without realizing it. Companies are not saying they're letting you go. In fact, they're saying you're just on a suspension. But because it's unpaid and because it's not a right that they have, it's a termination in the eyes of the law. Now, the exception to that, a situation where non unpaid suspension is legal, is if you signed an employment agreement mm-hmm. that gives your employer the power and the right to suspend you without pay. So very important to, to understand and see if your employment agreement gives them that right. Now, for most people, an employment agreement does not say that. It could and if it does say that if you've given them that right in the employment agreement then they can suspend you without pay and it's no longer a termination but otherwise yeah suspension without pay not allowed.
0: Yeah you've, you've, you mentioned that before you know when it, it always circles back to that employment agreement everything we talk about does and that's a perfect example where that thing could or could not quickly become kryptonite for you if you've signed one or not really because you could be give away rights you had from the outset right?
1: Well, I've said on this show that your employer cannot put you on a temporary layoff, right? I've said that your employer cannot put you on an unpaid suspension, that your employer Mm -hmm. can't change your job, can't demote you, change your pay. They can't do that. But they can, in fact, do all those things if you sign an employment agreement that gives them the right to do that. So your employer can essentially do almost anything, not anything, but almost anything, as long as you sign an employment agreement saying they can do that. So if your employment agreement says, yeah, you have a right to lay me off temporarily, they can do that. If you sign an agreement that says you can change my pay, my job responsibilities, my hours of work, then your employer can do all those things repeatedly and there's nothing that you can do. That's why it is so critical to understand that employment agreement, to have it properly reviewed, to understand what you're signing. It's not just about whether the salary is correct. It's yeah. not just about whether you got enough vacation time. Sure, those things are important. I get that completely. But there's other things there that could cost you money, that can make your uh, job very miserable and, and give you no job security. So you have to pay attention. And a good place to start with, with that employment agreement, give me a copy, send me a copy. Let me see what it says. Let me see what, uh, what it means. You can often negotiate those things. Be very well aware of that because your rights can be given away in an employment agreement.
0: This next one, a lot of people, our listeners, won't realize this about being let go from your job without realizing it. That is the company you work for is being sold. That's right. So a sale of a business. If you work for a company long enough,
1: at some point there's a good chance that there's going to be some sort of a change in ownership. There's some sort of a sale of a business to happen. It, It almost is always the case, you know, if you work long enough for a company. And there's many questions that come up on that, but here's kind of some things you have to understand. We're talking about being terminated without even realizing. Well, a sale of a business, if your business that you work for is sold, results in a termination. Even, by the way, even if you're offered a job by the other buyer, by the buyer. If you've offered a job, you're offered a job, and you don't accept it, Mm -hmm. that's a termination. Even though you've decided not to accept a job with the buyer, the law looks at it as your employment being terminated. And that, of course, we know that, means you get severance. Now, if you accept if you sorry, if you decide not to accept a job with the buyer, okay. if you have a good reason as to why you don't accept maybe because the new job that they offered you is less pay or less hours or a different position, you have a good reason, then yeah, that's a termination, you get your full severance. If you don't have a good reason, though. Maybe you just decided, you know, I don't feel like going for this company, but otherwise I don't have a reason. It's still a termination. You still get severance, but you don't get your full severance. You only get your minimum severance. Either way, though, it is a termination. The flip side of that, of course, is if you are offered a job and and you uh, accept it and continue working, at that point, it's not a termination, but your employment is continuous. It's considered Mm -hmm. to be continuous. Of course, obviously, if you're not even offered a job, clearly it's a termination but it is a good example of a situation where your, your boss, the company that you work for is not terminating you. In fact, they're saying, there's a job for you with the buyer. It's gonna, you're gonna simply continue working. No, no, not so fast. If you want it to be a termination, it can be a termination. Now I understand that sale of a business situations can get tricky and you know, they can get sometimes complicated. So always a good idea. If you're dealing with the sale of a business, you wanna understand your rights in that situation. To give me a call so that we can clarify and make sure that you get what the law says you should always have.
0: In, that, in two of those situations where you've decided with good reason not to take the, uh, the job of the new company, the buyer, because whatever reason, less pay, uh, fewer hours or relocation. And the other one uh, is, well, who pays the severance in that case if you don't even get offered a job and you decide not to take it with good reason? So if you never actually work for the buyer, Mm -hmm, uh, whether because
1: you didn't accept their offer or they didn't make you an offer, your employment is terminated, and the seller, the original company, has to pay you your severance. So very important to understand, you never work for the buyer, seller has to pay you. The flip side of that is if you decided to accept a job with the buyer, you worked there for a while, and then at some point they let you go, well, then that employer, that buyer, has to pay your severance at that point, And they have to account for the time you had with the previous company. So uh, always uh, important to understand. But again, sale of a business situation, even more important than ever to call me to make sure that we're not missing anything, that you get what you're owed, that, you're not give, that you haven't given up any rights. So uh, very important to make that call.
0: Again, guys, reaching out to Leora, as you just mentioned, do it. Have this number with you, one You got to spread it around. Give it to a friend if they need it. Don't hesitate to make that call and email help at employmentlawyer.ca. Okay, next one down the list as we get through these, being let go from your job without even realizing it. And that is your employer won't accommodate your medical restrictions. Yes, this is still happening in 2022, if you can believe it. I don't even know what, what if there's something in the water, but today, <laughs> you know, Sunday,
1: uh, I've gotten probably three or four emails from people where exactly that was their situation, where they were not accommodated. Their employer uh, th- ignored their obligations. So let's be clear here. If you need accommodation for medical reasons, uh, maybe you have a, a bad back, maybe you have some other physical limitation, you have a doctor's note that says you need to be accommodated, your employer has to provide that accommodation if it's at all possible. Even if it's difficult, even if it's going to cost them a bit to to provide that accommodation, they have to do it. It's not something that it's up to the employer to decide. It's not something that, uh, you know, it's a nice to have. It's a legal obligation. And if your employer doesn't accommodate, well, a couple things. Number one, it's a human rights violation. Right off the bat, that's illegal human rights violation by not accommodating. But... In addition to that, it's also a constructive dismissal. So you can look at that refusal to accommodate as a termination of your employment. Again, we're talking about being let go without even realizing it. Companies not letting you go, right? They're saying, we're just not accommodating you. Come back when you well, don't need accommodation. No, that refusal is a termination as well as a human rights violation. Very, very, very important. Get that doctor's note if you need accommodation. Modified duties, modified hours, working from home, whatever it is, get that doctor's done. And if your employer does anything other than accommodate you, you have to give me a call. There are very strict and very good laws that protect you in that situation. So always happy to chat with.
0: You. Welcome back and thank you. Yeah, you still got some minutes toll free, as mentioned one eight seven seven three nine nine ninety eight ninety eight. We will very shortly get back into our last couple of points about being let go from your job without realizing it. Maybe a few emails. If we got some minutes as well, but I want to get uh, Terry on the line, who's been patiently standing by. Terry, thank you so much for taking a, a few moments out of your day. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Beauty. What's uh, what's on your mind, pal?
2: Well, uh, I got hurt on the job. Yeah, uh, I was uh, run over, hit and run. Worksafe says, "Oh, hit by a vehicle," and then has denied me uh, compensation. They they, they say, kept saying, "Oh, it was just back injury, uh, muscles uh, only." But yet, X-rays and uh, reports from doctors show different, uh, bulging disc and everything else, no pain and everything
1: else. So where are you at right now? Are you working? Are you not working?
2: Well, uh, I, 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 the only work I can do uh, because I can't work so much because of the pain is I'm on call.
1: I see. Uh, and, uh, and so you haven't gotten paid from uh, workers' comp? Nope. Now, do you have a disability plan through work, either short-term or long-term disability? Uh, No. Nothing. Okay, so the, the the key then is is if your doctor says this is caused by work uh, by, by the accident you had in the work uh, workplace and you can't work because of it or work the way that you did, then yeah, you have to get paid through workers' comp. So here's what I can do for you. Uh, we work with a, a lawyer that specializes in, in workplace injuries and that deals with workers comp and appealing those decisions and and trying to get those compensation. So if you connect with me off air, uh, I'll get you his contact information so that he can help you with that. Uh, Obviously, that sounds completely wrong. If your doctor supports you and if it's clear that your injuries are are as a result of this accident and not something else, you should get paid uh, if you're now not able to work the way you were. So, yeah, that's wrong. And I'm happy to connect you with someone that can provide you support. Okay.
0: Thank you. Terry, yeah, I'm going to give you a number right now, Terry, as we, uh, we let you go uh, to reach out to Lior, 1 Again, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. 855 5900, an email just as a backup, of course, help at employmentlawyer.ca. And uh, you know we'll continue on here, Leo, with a couple more points about being let go from your job without realizing it. You know, a lot of people are scratching their head, realizing that they didn't; these weren't even factors in their job life. And that's why it's so good to go through these. Uh, next one here is um, your employer. There you go. Won't accommodate your medical restrictions. Never mind being off like Terry, but you want to come back, but you got some restrictions. They're simply saying no. You have to be accommodated. We were talking about that absolutely.
1: And and if you have those restrictions, it all starts with the doctor's note. Let's let's be yep. very clear. That ace in the hole that you have, that 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 most powerful tool that's available to you is that doctor's note. If you have that doctor's note, your employer now has to accommodate. And their failure to accommodate illegal, also a constructive dismissal. So put that onus on the employer. If you find your employer is not going to accommodate you, I had today someone called me that says that my employer told me that. I can only come back when I have no more restrictions to let them know and that's it. They don't want to talk to me otherwise. Why are you kidding me? That's completely <laughs> illegal. That's a, a human rights violation with a big cherry on top. So uh-huh. no, but it's also a termination of your employment. So definitely something to always keep in mind if you're not accommodated.
0: Next one, without that realizing may have been let go if you have to deal with workplace harassment or maybe a poisoned work environment as well, right? So everyone has a right. I do, you do, everyone
1: here has a right to be treated properly in the workplace and to not be the subject of bullying or harassment in the workplace. And it's the employer's job to ensure that the workplace is fine, that you're not being a victim of harassment. So what happens if the employer drops the ball and allows that harassment to happen or doesn't deal with it properly, doesn't fix the issue, that is also a form of constructive dismissal. So by not dealing with your harassment situation, The law looks at it as it's as if your employer has terminated your employment. So certainly the employer is not terminating you. You may not realize it, but the law comes in and makes that determination that if you want it to be a termination, you can consider it to be that. So what happens if you're being harassed, you're being mistreated, tell your employer, let them know, put that in writing, give them all the information that you have. Who did it? When did they do it? What actually happened? Who noticed it? And that makes the employer, gives the employer the legal obligation to investigate, to take it seriously, and to do everything that they can to fix that issue so it doesn't happen again. If your employer doesn't do that, let me know. I can either make them do it or, again, because it's a termination, I can get you out of there. It's a constructive dismissal and get severance. So don't just accept harassment. Don't accept an employer that says, well, there's nothing that we can do. There's always something you can do, and it starts by giving me a call.
0: Let's get to one more of these before we get into a, an email or two or talking about being let go from your job without realizing it. Never mind coming back with accommodation. How about you're sick or injured and can't return to work?
1: Yeah, so if, you, if you're if you sick, if you're injured, you can't come back to work. If it's clear, by the way, that, you know, because of your condition, you're not going to be able to come back to work, well, that may well be a, a termination. That We call that frustration of contract. So, that may entitle you, depending on the situation, to a certain amount of severance as well. So if you're in a position now where it, you've been off for a while, you can't come back to work, uh, it, it's your doctor saying, yeah, you're not going to get better enough. We should talk about that. We should make sure that yeah. uh, we deal with that properly, get you any compensation that the law may provide. That certainly could be another form of a termination. Uh, again, without even realizing that that's what's happening.
0: Yeah, time for a couple email or or two here. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. Lisa first up says, "Hey, Or, love the show, long time listener. Uh, my employer has cut my hours in half. What do I do?" Well, listen, this fits really
1: well with what we've been yep. talking about because no, they can't do that unless they cut her hours in half, but they kept her salary the same. In which case, I want to work for this company, but unless <laughs> that's what they did, assuming they also cut her pay in half, they can't. Yeah do that that's a constructive dismissal for sure that's a huge pay cut to take that's a huge change in terms of employment so she has two options as i was saying before option number one she can accept it and continue working i would not recommend that that's a terrible situation to to accept never ever would, would i recommend that the second option which is really the only one that to me would make sense here is to say no that's a constructive dismissal i'm gonna get my severance and by the way That severance is going to be calculated based on your full salary, your 100% salary, not the 50% that they're paying you now. So that that is the option. If she doesn't want to accept this and she really shouldn't, she should give me a call. We'll pursue a constructive dismissal. It's not hard. When your employer reduces your pay by 50% to pursue constructive dismissal is straightforward because there's really no proper defense for that. They can't say, no, no, we have a right to do that because they don't. So happy to talk and happy to get you what you wrote.
0: Let's wrap up with Phil. says, Hey, Leora, I was hired because the employer, uh, employee that held the position before me went on disability. After two years, it's other employees coming back to work. And my employers tell me that uh, my only choice is to relocate one and a half hours away. What can I do? <laughs> well, I, that may be the only job that the employer has available for
1: the employee and let's assume that that's the case and the employer is not picking on this employee they're not lying to this employee they simply may be that there's just no other job other than an hour and a half away but that doesn't change the fact that no your employer can't force you to do that so if your only option is to relocate an hour and a half away you absolutely can look at that as a constructive dismissal that's a big change an hour and a half and now we can get your severance Anytime the relocation impacts you by more than an hour, we're in constructive dismissal territory. So it's not really about the distance. Mm -hmm. It's about how much it impacts you. An hour, good threshold. Anything an hour or above is a constructive dismissal. If that happens to you, give me a call. I'll make sure you get what you wrote.
0: Yeah, you've mentioned that. Everyone thinks it's about, you know, it's the same. It's a carbon copy for everybody. It's really how it affects you as far as uh, as time is concerned. It may be three buses for you, but no bus for me. So it could be a, a different scenario for sure. Look, if you want to reach out to Lior now that we're done, we appreciate the phone calls we had today and your emails. You're all awesome. Here's how you do it. one 821 5900 Email address is help at employmentlawyer.ca. And that free website, it's anonymous too. We tell you to go there all the time, even before a phone call, right? Pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. You'll also have access there to the severance pay calculator. That's it for now. Until next time, we'll get more of the employment law show. See ya.